It's story time by our favorite English author, Annette Blyton. Good idea, Amelia Jane. Chapter five. Oh, Amelia Jane! Once all the toys in the nursery were very pleased because Amelia Jane had gone away for a little while. The children who owned the toys had taken her when they went to stay with their cousins. It's really peaceful without Amelia Jane," said Tom the soldier. "Nobody going round teasing us." Nobody boasting, nobody pulling tails," said the teddy bear. "She always thinks she's so clever, but she isn't really," said the clockwork clown. Just as he was speaking, a small mouse scurried out of the hole in the wall, squeaking loudly. "E e e! Help me! Help me! Whatever's the matter?" said the toys in alarm. "I went too near the bonfire out in the garden, and I've burnt my whiskers off," wept the mouse. Can you get me some more? I feel awful. The toys looked at him. The clockwork mouse gave a tiny giggle. You look funny, he said. Your face looks undressed without whiskers, mouse. Don't laugh at me, begged the mouse. My family keep pointing their paws at me and giggling, and I can't bear it. Please do get me some whiskers. We haven't any," said the bear. "We don't keep a store of them in the cupboard, silly." "Well, I can't go back to my family," said the mouse, and dropped some tiny tears onto the carpet. "Could you lend me something to tie up my face, as if I had the toothache? Then nobody would know I had lost my whiskers, and they would be sorry for me." "All right," said Tom, turning away to hide a smile. "If you think you'll look nicer, all tied up for toothache, we'll find something for you. Let me see. What could you have? There's a blue hanky belonging to Amelia Jane in that box over there," said the golden-haired doll. "As she's away, she won't be wanting it. We could tie up the mouse's face with with it." So they got the blue hanky and tied up the mouse's little face, so that only his little twitchy nose and bright eyes could be seen. He really looked rather sweet. He ran down the hall to his family, but in two minutes' time he was back again. They laughed at me more than ever. He wept. They rolled on the floor with laughing. I shan't live with them, the unkind things. If I do odd jobs for you, may I live up here with you, please? Well, everyone liked the little mouse, and the clockwork mouse thought it would be lovely to have someone to play with each day. So they said yes, the mouse could live with them. He was really very useful. He cleaned the doll's house thoroughly, and even swept the chimney. He combed out the golden till it's shone. The golden-haired doll's curls for her. Each day, he polished the little wooden engine till it shone. The toys were very pleased to have him. They soon got used to seeing him with his face tied up in Amelia's blue hanky. He was sometimes very sad about his lost whiskers, and then he would go into the empty brick box and cry in a corner. The teddy bear had to keep fetching him out to comfort him. And then one day, the children came back from their long stay away and brought Amelia Jane with them. They set her down in the nursery and left her while they went to play in the garden. 
Hello, said Amelia Jane, looking round. How small this place seems, and what a miserable lot of toys you look after the ones I've been used to. I can tell you, I've. We don't want to hear if you've only come back to boast and to find fault with us, said the clockwork clown, quite hurt. We got on very well without you. In fact, we didn't miss you at all. Amelia Jane was the one to feel hurt then. What she said? You didn't miss me, and I'm the cleverest toy in the nursery. I was always the one to think up tricks and jokes. Well, we did very well without them," said the bear. "Very well indeed. You're not really clever. You only think you are." This is a very horrid welcome home," said Amelia Jane. "I thought you'd be so pleased to see me. Hello, who's this peculiar little fellow with his face all tied up?" It's the mouse who lives down the hole. Don't you remember him? Said Tom. He burnt his whiskers off, and he was so ashamed to be seen without them that we tied up his face in a hanky. My hanky too, I see. Said Amelia Jane. Give it back at once. No, no. Said the mouse, backing away. I can't bear to be seen without whiskers. Give it back," said Amelia. "How long have you worn it? About three weeks," said the mouse, beginning to cry again. "Now don't make my hanky wet," said Amelia Jane. "I must say this is a miserable homecoming. Nobody pleased to see me, and my hanky, my best hanky, being worn by a mouse. Don't be unkind to him," said the clockwork mouse. "He's been very, very useful to us, and he's a good little mouse." I'm not going to be unkind to him," said Amelia Jane. "Quite the opposite. I'm going to say a few magic words to bring all his whiskers back, and when he takes off my hanky, hey presto, he'll have just as good a set of whiskers as ever he had." Fibber," said the bear. "You always say you know magic, but you don't." Right. We'll just see," said Amelia Jane with a sudden giggle. She waved her hands in the air, tapped. The mouse on the nose and said, "Wiffly waffly, Willoughby woo, may your whiskers come back to you." The mouse stared at her in excitement. "Oh, take off the hanky! Perhaps they've come back." The bear stepped forward and untied the blue hanky, quite certain that this was one of Amelia Jane's jokes. He whipped the hanky off the mouse's face. And will you believe it? He had the finest whiskers you ever saw. How everyone stared! There you are," said Amelia Jane. "I told you so." The mouse rushed at her and tried to hug her ankle, the only part of her he could reach. "Oh, thank you, thank you! You're the kindest, cleverest toy I've ever seen in my life. I am so glad you've come back. Oh, my whiskers! Just look at my whiskers!" The toys stared as if they couldn't believe their eyes. Yes, the mouse certainly had some very fine whiskers indeed. What a wonderful thing! You're a marvel, Amelia Jane," said the bear. "How did you do it? How clever you are!" said Tom the soldier. "I'm glad you're home again." "Good old Amelia Jane," said the clockwork clown, turning head over heels three times, running. Three cheers for the cleverest doll in the world! Amelia Jane beamed round at everyone. Ah, I thought you'd soon change your minds when I'd been with you for a few minutes," she said. She began to play with the toys, but every now and again she went into the toy cupboard by herself and shut the door. Nobody knew why. The bear peeped through the keyhole and tiptoed back to the others. She's laughing to herself, he told them, laughing and laughing and laughing. What about? Do you suppose? Well, of course, you know. 
Don't you? Amelia Jane didn't make the mouse whiskers come back. They had grown again under the blue hanky, just as whiskers always do. And every time the big naughty doll thought of how she had tricked all the toys, she had to go away and laugh. Oh, Amelia Jane, you and your magic words, wiffly waffly, Willoughby woo. End of chapter.